Weeks. It's Wednesday, May 5th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, let's laugh at stupid children getting bullied. Plus, a teenage pop star wannabe sings about cracked hips and chiropractors. The bigger the logo, the bigger the douche. And the bigger the nose, the bigger the penis. All this plus your voicemails today on the Distorted View Show. Distorted View Daily proudly presents two YouTube gamers playing Diablo 3. I'm a bit like, uh, is it Gru from uh, In Outland? Yeah. Slightly constipated. That's what you It are. reminds me of uh, like an audio clip from Distorted View. Wow. <laughs> That's a reference no one's forget. No. Goodness. Thank Christ. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, feels fucking fantastic, man. Oh. Okay, move on. <laughs> Cut that. Uh. Nobody will get the reference. It's fine. <laughs> it's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Beat my fucking sickness. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Why does man have such a sweet rectum? I want black ripe uncut dick now! Tim back here with you for the Wednesday show, and I got a great one for you today. Uh, real quick, before we get into anything new, yesterday's podcast was Sideshow exclusive, and a lot went down. I got to bring you guys up to speed. Just going to be broad strokes, though. We really took our time with these uh, topics yesterday. I urge you all to sign up for the Sideshow and listen to uh, everything I had to say because, uh, wow, first of all, Mead has agreed to do an interview, and uh, he says he's available Friday, and so we're going to try it for Friday. By the way, after I talked about this yesterday, I got several emails from people not congratulating me on the big interview. Get not excited uh, for Mead coming on the program, but they were uh, they were happy that uh, Haley's comment was wrong. Haley's comment got onto the voicemail line and was like, you know what? Mead's not going to do the interview. That's what preying on it means. Whatever Mead says he's going to prey on something means he's not going to do it. And you listeners just love when Haley's Comet is wrong about something. <laughs> One guy didn't even use Haley's Comet's name. He just said that smug asshole. So Haley's Comet, I'm sorry. You were wrong. But in the end, you're a winner because you'll get to hear Mead on uh, Distorted View Daily, which is very exciting. The other big topic that was brought to my attention multiple times was the passing of Glenn Miller or Frazier Glenn Miller or Glenn Frazier Miller. I, we're still not clear on what his real name is. He was uh, an ex-member of the KKK, an ex-congressional candidate. And, you know, he shot up that Jewish center, killed a few people, none of them Jews, and then drove to a Jewish retirement community called like Shalom Hills or Shalom Acres or something. I don't know. And then uh, shot some more people looking looking to kill some Jewish folks. And uh, again, the, the person that he killed was not Jewish. It's the, it's the greatest thing about Glenn Miller's life. I love that he was just a giant fuck up and he died in prison. May he rot in hell. Oh, and he was a friend of the program. 
If you want to hear my full eulogy, again, sign up for the Sideshow, superfreaksideshow.com. I mentioned that uh, I kind of thought he was already dead. So the news didn't hit me that hard. But, you know, Glenn Miller has passed away. All right, so I think that brings everyone up to speed. If you are not Sideshow members, now let's get into some new stuff. Oh, wait. Oh, one last thing that I got to mention. I think I talked about this yesterday. I'm, uh, you know, Mead is kind of old news at this point. I've moved on to Devin Sweeney. He's the shiny new thing in my life. Love that fruitcake. Anyway, I mentioned that uh, in many of his videos, you hear this horrible sound coming from his mouth. And apparently it's him grinding his teeth. Oh, it's it's awful. He's got to be destroying those things sanding them down to nubs. Now, I don't know if uh, some of you freaks have been talking to Devin, mentioning that he's been featured on my show. I wish you would stop, though. It's better when the Utards are in the dark about our activities. Just like just like on yesterday's show, what I learned... Okay, <laughs> real quick, I gotta mention this again. I'm sorry. We found out that Mead was a member of the sideshow for a couple months, like four or five months. Oh yeah. He was doing some reconnaissance. He knew we were talking about him. So, you know, he had to go and uh, sign up for the sideshow and grab the episode. So he's been, he's heard everything we had to say about me. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Devin Sweeney has posted a new video just, just a few hours ago, addressing this teeth grinding situation. Hey, what's up, bitches on YouTube? This is me, Devin. And I have to say, you motherfuckers out there who complain about... Oh, no! Stop it! Devin, no! No! Not just me grinding my fucking teeth. If you don't like it, you can shove a mop right up your fucking ass and rotate on it so fucking hard like a big black cock. Can I grind my teeth all fucking day? And I don't give a fuck who likes it. I, well... He even bugs my daddy, and I don't even care. That is a very triggering sound for me. I don't know. I have some sort of visceral reaction to it. Uh, well, thank you, Devin Sweeney. I will sit on a mop, stick, and spin. Thank you. Today on the podcast, I would like to introduce you to Cool Cat. Cool Cat was a character created by Derek Savage... Based on a book by Derek Savage, written and drawn by, you guessed it, Derek Savage. He also produced the movie Cool Cat, wrote it, starred in it, edited the movie. He did it all. Now, inexplicably, according to the credits at least, Vivica A. Fox and Eric Estrada also appear in the movie. Now, I know Vivica A. Fox and Eric Estrada aren't exactly big box office draws, But still, how the fuck did Derek Savage convince these two to be in his movie? Probably money. I guess I should explain what Cool Cat is. Cool Cat is um, a cat character. This is a live action flick. So uh, there is a man in a cat costume playing Cool Cat. It's Derek Savage. It's got to be Derek Savage, right? I don't really know the plot of the film, but it appears to be all about... uh, bullying and how bullying is bad and cool cat is going to help kids learn to uh deal with bullies and maybe just maybe murder a few bullies this is a special news report we have terrible news bullies have been picking on children everywhere and it is tragic tragic 
tragic, really, huh? Slow news day? Not like there's a genocide in Myanmar to report on or anything. By all means, please use all of your resources to do a story on how children are being called fat and dumb. There has to be a way to stop the bullies. It's called the Second Amendment. Let's equip these little fuckers with guns. Handguns, semi-automatic, RPGs, whatever. Oh, I think all of a sudden these little turds will become way more polite to one another. I'm going to fast forward because I can't take much of this. I'm on a very short fuse, freaks. I just want to get to the good stuff, which is seeing and hearing children get bullied. Cool Cat apparently is running for class president because now cats are allowed in high schools. Some little girl is his friend in helping to design some uh, posters, some campaign posters. So they go outside, they're on a blanket, and they're uh, coloring in cool cat for prez posters but off in the distance there's a little boy looking at these two having fun and he's getting angry good golly people like you on the team how could we go wrong thanks Ooh, i'm gonna see it in my corner office and there's your corner office they're out in the front yard and they're pretending that it's an office, a campaign office. Great. Now we can make more signs for the neighborhood. Awesome! Ominous music. I like where this is going. Ooh, I feel like picking on someone. And look over there. If it's not cool, Camaria. They think they're so cool. Long rope, punk up. All right. What I love is the bully is the weirdest looking kid he's fat he's got wispy blonde hair with chipmunk teeth and a slight speech impediment okay you're gonna be the bully sure that's pretty your texture's ugly yeah movie i'm gonna call you ugly i'm gonna call you on your cell phone <laughs> hey cool cat i just got a text but i don't know who it is well there's only one way to find out so, see what it says. I want to come over for socks. You probably think I'm too old for you, but I promise I'd make you feel real good. Cool Cat, what does this all mean? Someone sure likes you a lot. Should I respond? Well, it's impolite not to. Okay, but what should I say? Guys don't like to read. They like to look at things. Like what? Your body. I don't know what's happening. Maybe you should take a fun picture and send it to him. Yeah. You know what would be really funny? Just like lift your shirt up. We'll pretend like the wind caught it. That is pretty silly. Go on, do it. Okay. Hold on here. Let me just lift up my shirt. Whoa, 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 wow. So cool, cat. You're so crazy. Okay, I sent it. Oh, I got another text, cool cat. Read it to me. Okay, it says, You know exactly what I like. Hey, I've got an interesting question. Do you have a cat? Cool cat, he's asking if I have a cat. I could be your cat. Okay. I want you to perform a sex act on it. It's, it's, it's from that episode of To Catch a Predator. What was your plan with the cat? I don't know. I was just being stupid with that. The cat? The whipped cream? 
You want the girl to have sex with a cat and use whipped cream? What, explain that. I was just being stupid that I wasn't really serious about that. I can only imagine what would have been going on in this house had I not been here. I don't want this to become too much of a digression, but uh, it, it should be noted that this guy stripped completely naked. He's he's naked in front of Chris Hansen as he's talking to him, and he has a tub of Cool Whip. Chris Hansen was like, "What are what were your plans with the cat?" Because in the chat transcript, you pretty much said, "I want you to have sex with a cat, and we're gonna use Cool Whip on it." And like, you're naked and you brought Cool Whip, and, and now you're telling us, "No, no, that was just a fun thing. It was all talk." You brought the cool whip. You're naked. There's a 14-year-old girl. You're chasing a cat around. You've got cool whip. And you want this girl to do some sex act with the cat, and then you'll have sex with her. Yeah, that, that about sums it up. Oh, my God. What if cool cat is based on this To Catch a Predator story? I might have this movie all wrong. Obviously, there's a pedophile. Cool cat is in on it. He's urging that girl to take photos of her tits. Yeah, yeah, do it. It'll be fun. Have you ever heard of the word threesome? No. Bestiality? No. You're going to learn a lot today. Let's let's get back to Cool Cat. Uh, obviously, the, the bully is texting this, this little girl. It could be good news. I love to get good news. Yeah, me too. What if it's a secret contest? Oh, just read the text. Stop talking about what it could be. And I just want a whole bunch of money. Then we can take a nice trip together. That's a splendid idea. We could travel all over the world. Yippee! Uh-oh. What's the matter? You look sad. Listen to us. Someone just texted me. You're ugly and your hair looks like rat hair. <laughs> How would somebody say that? Well, I didn't want to say anything, but you're no beauty pageant contestant, and your hair's a little stringy. It could use some volume. I don't know, but that's really, really mean. Yeah. That person's just a big, big bully. Oh, <laughs> it worked. Maria looks sad. I love being a boy, so I'm going to text her again. I love when adults write for children. Like, they have no idea how children really talk and behave. You re- you think this is how bullies act? <laughs> like, a, like a Bond villain? <laughs> yes. I see the sadness in Maria's eyes, and it gives me so much pleasure. I will continue bullying her. <laughs> Kids don't even think of it as bullying. They're just like, hey, that girl's ugly. Let's point it out to her. Half the time, they think they're doing her a favor. Hey, just so you know, we're we're not sure if you're aware of this, but you are a skank. You stink. You're ugly and you dress poor. You should really do something about that. I'm trying to help you. Kids are assholes. Don't get me wrong. But it's not like they're super villains in their evil lair plotting mean things to say to, to little girls. It just comes to him, you know? Hey, Cool Cat, oh. I just got a text from the same person. And Cool Cat is so dumb, he's going to be like, you should read it again. He's probably apologizing for the mean things he said before. Should I open it? Sure. Yeah. You know, maybe they feel bad about that really mean text, and now they want to apologize. Oh, my God. That was literally what Cool Cat was thinking. So see what it says. You're right, Cool Cat. And always look at the best side of everything. I love you for that. Well, you're naive, and Cool Cat might be retarded. Thanks, Maria. 
<laughs> and I love you too. Okay, well, that's what handicapped people say all the time. And I'm pr- I love you. Kid, and I love all kids. I love all kids. <laughs> oh no, this text says that I'm fat and ugly. Am I fat and ugly? No, and that's terrible. You're very, very pretty. Ha ha ha! And once again, I just pumped her. And everyone thinks cool kids see cool. I know the bully is eventually going to learn a lesson and then he'll you know he'll apologize and be nice. But I I wish that they would just point out the obvious here. You're the hideous fat freak. Uh-oh. He's now, the bully is calling Cool Cat. Hello, this is Cool Cat. Why do they call you Cool Cat? They should call you Dumb Cat. Who is this? You heard me. You might look like a cat, but you stink like a dog. Dogs are my friends. Identify yourself. Cats and dogs stink. P.U. What? Maria, you won't believe what happened. I just got prank called. Maria, look over there. It's Push the Bully. And he's running away. And he's laughing. I bet he was the one picking on us. Columbo here is on the case. Jesus H. Christ. The kid's name is literally Billy the Bully or whatever. He was caught looking and laughing at you. He's running away. Yeah, it was him. Now, I don't know if drugs are involved. I don't know what made Billy the Bully this way, but I do know... He's in a gang. What are you talking about? Yeah, lay it out, man. What I'm talking about is having some fun. We're painting our new logo. We're calling ourselves the Bad Boys. I didn't know this, but apparently all you need to start a gang is a can of spray paint. That's how the Crips got started. That's how the Bloods got started. And that's how the Bad Boys are getting started. And it does not take long for them to start terrorizing the entire neighborhood. Kids are graffitiing on our sandboxes, and it's not pretty anymore. This has the stink of the bad boys all over it. What? That's crossing the line. And it's not just ours, it's two others. It's making all the kids cry. Drive-by shootings are one thing, but we will not stand by as our playgrounds are defiled with Big letter B's being spray painted on swing sets, teeter-totters, and sandboxes. That's going too far. Cool Cat actually stops a graffitiing in progress, and uh, the leader of the bad boys, you know, that ugly, the ugly bully, flees. Stop, stop, stop. Oh, no, here comes Cool Cat. He gave me your fish. He runs away, leaving the other two bad boys. Why do you want to paint the wall like that? It looks like Butch left you holding the can. Yeah, I guess so. You know, my parents have a saying, with friends like that, you better not have any enemies. (laughs) So why do you want to paint the wall? Because nobody loves us. The bad boys are really just the sad boys. Well, uh, Cool Cat's like, I love you. I love all children. I'm weird like that. And that... Pretty much wraps up the story, although there's 20 minutes left. It gets weird because you you don't really see Butch anymore, but Cool Cat gets bullied online. Then he has a weird dream and then sings some songs. And the next thing you know, he's in some shitty parade. And it looks like this is where Eric Estrada comes in. Eric Estrada is not really a part of the Cool Cat movie, 
But there was a real parade. It was like a Christmas parade somewhere in California. And uh, the Cool Cat people must have paid some money to be a part of it. It's not so much a float. It's just a car that says Cool Cat on it. And then Cool Cat is sitting in the back. And uh, Eric Estrada just happened to be one of the parade's announcers. Cool Cat, the coolest cat in town. Cool Cat is the creation of Hollywood's very own Derek Savage. Cool Cat and his adventures are featured in several children's books, including Cool Cat Loves Karate. Oh, yeah, it says it right on the screen here. The Hollywood Christmas Parade. They totally bought their way into this. And, you know, they're, they're just driving around in a car that says Cool Cat. Cool Cat waves to the kids. So that explains where Eric Estrada comes in. But uh, for the life of me, I scrubbed through this movie four or five times. I didn't watch the whole thing, but like, I can't find Vivica A. Fox. She's either like in a scene with a crowd. She just happened to be somewhere they, they were. She might be at this Hollywood parade. Who knows? I, I, I don't think she even knows she's in the Cool Cat movie. Well, that is Cool Cat for you. I hope we all learned a little something about bullies. Namely, that all bullies are gang members. Gang members just looking for someone to love them. Adopt a gang member today. Ting! Real quick, uh, before we get out of here, I would like to introduce you all to Baby Katie. Please take a look at the chapter artwork to get a good look at Baby Katie. She's a real baller. I don't even know what you would call the type of hat she's wearing. It's like a mixture between a baseball cap and some sort of Amish bonnet. So naturally, baby Katie's going to rap for us. According to the liner notes, I uh, <laughs> shit you not. Hello, my name is Bridget, also known as baby Katie. Today, I learned that Katie is short for Bridget. It's, it's one of those weird short names. You know how like uh, Peggy is sh short for Margaret and no one knows why? All right, I recently wrote a song titled Chiropractor Chiropractor for my chiropractor. Would make a whole lot less sense if she wrote this song for her dentist. All right, Dr. Matthews, why does this little girl have a chiropractor? The fuck she do to her back? Uh, yes, he helped me with my many sports-related injuries. Frankie, the double Dutch bus smith, teamed up with me to write the music. And together we produced the song. Oh, I wish I had access to the music video because apparently Dante, choreographer of the stars, including Paula Abdul, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, J-Lo, and others, created the dance. There's a dance to chiropractor, chiropractor. Uh, all right. I can't wait to hear this. This is my chiropractor, chiropractor song. Don't break your arm, just sing along. Don't flip, don't trip. Whatever you do, don't break your hip. Oops, 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 oops. Chiropractor, chiropractor, help me now. I twisted my back and I don't know how. Chiropractor, chiropractor, fix my knee. Have a migraine, I can hardly see. A crack a pop, a crack a pop, a crack a pop. I bet you that's the dance move. It's a crack a pop. I, I can't describe this song any better than that. That's the genre we're dealing with here. Cracker Pop. A Cracker Pop. A Cracker Pop. A Cracker Pop. Oh, Jesus a Christ. A Cracker Pop. Oh, Cracker Pop. <laughs> Fix my rib. I feel like a 91. I'm only a kid. I'm cracking myself up over here. I, I guess what happened this time. I fell out of the tree. <laughs> on Tomb's spine. 
I'm starting to think this girl is the victim of some um, child abuse, and she's just sort of blaming it on sports. Like, yeah, breaking hips, falling out of trees. A crackle pop, a crackle pop. Come on, everybody holla. Crackle pop, crackle pop. Crackle pop, a crackle pop. Oh, it's crackle pop, not cracker pop. Crackle pop, a crackle pop, a crackle pop. A crackle pop, a crackle pop. I've heard enough. Oh, crackle I gotta find the music video for this thing. All right. Uh, there you go. That's Baby Katie, chiropractor, chiropractor. And with that, let's get <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Some days, man, I, I question what the hell I'm doing with my life. Thank you for um, being a part of it all. I need you. I need you. I need you. If I don't have you, then it's it's just me by myself listening to Cracker Pop. And holy fuck, would that be sad? At least, with, you know, with, with you guys around, I've got an audience. We're laughing at this stuff together. Laughing most days. Sometimes I cry. Why am I doing this? I do it because nobody loves me. There's Cool Cat at to say that he loves me. Cool Cat. Cool Cat, where are you? I'll rub Cool Whip on my body. Just come here. Tell me everything's going to be okay. Listen, if you are not yet a member of the Sideshow, uh, now would be a great time to sign up. You can witness the beginning of my nervous breakdown. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. What do you get for that small price? Full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this show uh, since 2004, which might be too long. That, that could explain what's going on with me mentally right now. More importantly, every week I produce new Sideshow exclusive episodes. Yesterday was a really fun one. I, I hope you guys sign up and, and take a listen to it. Uh, tomorrow I'll be doing another Sideshow exclusive podcast. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. The website to remember is superfreaksideshow.com. Also, there are other ways to help support me patreon.com slash distorted view where you can pledge as little as a dollar a month every little bit helps thank you to all of my patrons and of course sideshow members all right three very quick stories now first up you may have heard about a court case involving apple and uh, the fortnite developer epic they're fighting over like app stores and fees and shit if you're an apple user you can't uh, download fortnite right now because of the big tiff well, the trial kind of uh, started off in chaos. I guess there was like a Zoom call or, or maybe a phone line you could call to listen to the court proceedings. But the group phone line failed to mute the audience. The federal court in the Northern District of California in Oakland is providing over an important antitrust trial, virtually, of course, because of COVID-19, over how much control Apple should have over its app store. Epic Games has sued to get Apple to make changes that favor app creators because it alleges Apple has monopoly power. 
But Apple said it needs freedom to govern its platform property and innovate with it. With a lot of gamers on the line, fans started chiming in once they realized that everyone wasn't muted. Here's some audio from the court proceedings. Not going for damages. This woman that you hear right now is uh, is a lawyer, I guess. Epic is not going for damages. Epic is not going for a special deal. Epic is going for change. Yo, sweetie, dog. You suck. That is not a lawyer. It's a child who is not a fan of Tim Sweeney, who is like the president of Epic Games. For change. Yo, sweetie, dog. You suck. I, I don't know. These I don't know if they can even hear me. I'm. You know what? You don't have to be a redditor to think Fortnite sucks, dog. Come on. I put your hand up if you think if you think Tim Sweetie's gay. Huh? I mean, yeah, Tim Cook is literally gay, but you know. <laughs> hey. All right. Let's amend this lawsuit. We now allege that Tim Sweeney is gay. How do you plead, Tim Sweeney? Man, I'm going to hell for this. Epic gonna sue me after this. There's a video on uh, on YouTube, of course. It's six and a half hours long, and it's the entire trial. And this is what it sounds like. Occasionally, you can um, you know make out. Someone talking. Yeah. Am I the only black kid here? Like, am I the only black kid here? Am I the only black kid here? No, I'm not. We're gonna all get kicked because I'm trying to promote herself. Like, no one wants to fight you, you know. Trying to figure out if if they're even progressing with the case here. There were some other great moments, though. Like the guy who's taking a poopy. <laughs> Don't take a poopy, bro. It pretty much turned into a real-life Twitch chat, or like a Discord or something. Yo, I would suck all of the guys, everybody, everybody like, go I follow my Twitter. Some guy willing to suck toes to get Fortnite back. I think he's into toe-sucking. Just a hunch. Second story we have for you today. Men who wear extravagant fashions with large luxury logos embroidered on them are more likely to be untrustworthy. According to a University of Michigan study, I must be the most trustworthy guy in the world. None of my clothes are name brand. I wear $6 tees. I don't even think my shirts have tags. I wear those shirts that are given to homeless people. You know, like right before the Super Bowl, for instance, uh, these t-shirt companies will print up shirts with the name of the uh, the teams playing as if they won the Super Bowl. Like, congratulations to, you know, 2020 Super Bowl winners, the New York Giants. Because they got to have them readily available as soon as the Super Bowl's over with because, they, you know, they got to strike while the iron's hot. That's when people are going to want to buy this shit, right? Even if the New York Giants don't win. But what do they do with all the t-shirts made up for the losing team? They get rid of them. They donate them to charity or something. Or Send them overseas. I don't really remember. I don't even know if that's true. This could be all made up. It could be a plot line to Seinfeld or something. I heard that somewhere once. That's the type of shirt I would wear. I just don't care. It covers my moobs. That's the the, the purpose of the t-shirt. I am like the worst faggot in the world. I just 
I don't care about my looks. You've seen me. How could anyone care about my looks? All right. Uh, men who wear extravagant fashions with large luxury logos apparently are uh, untrustworthy and more likely to cheat. Males who own T-shirts with larger brand emblems were, quote, rated higher on mating effort, lower on parental investment, researchers said. Okay. And they have a higher interest in engaging in brief sexual affairs. The example given is Ralph Lauren. I, I don't know. Apparently, you know, that big like polo logo of the man on the horse playing polo. Yeah. If you wear a lot of those type of shirts, chances are you're having an affair. You're untrustworthy. You're a piece of fucking shit. These men are also less interested in having long term and committed romantic relationships. They are also less attracted to women who want these types of long-term relationships compared to men who own shirts with smaller logos on them. I can't believe this is a real study. It was actually published in Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin. I guess the thinking is uh, like these people really want the world to know that they're wealthy. They can afford these luxury brands, so they get the big logos on the shirt, and it's because they want you to be impressed by them. And if you're trying to impress someone, you're only doing it for a couple reasons. One of them is, you know, to get them in bed, right? Another purpose of the study, yeah, let's hope this is an actual real purpose with, with some value. Led by evolutionary psychologist Dr. Daniel Kruger, was to determine whether men who wear flashy clothing were more attractive to women or if women may be more attracted to men who are rich and can provide them with a stable financial future. The study focused on the brand Ralph Lauren or Ralph Lauren. It all depends on if you want to say it correctly or not. Uh, yes, in its famous polo shirts with the iconic mini horse logo and shirts that contained its larger version of the logo. The research team asked a group of men to see which type of polo they'd rather wear when attending parties and other social events. Like right off the top of my head, I would I would I would pick the smaller logo. Cuz I don't like big distracting things on my shirt. In the study, 376 US students were shown a polo shirt with a Ralph Lauren polo brand logo printed on the left breast in either a small or large size. They were then asked to imagine the man who owned the shirt. Imagine a douche. And rank him on a scale of 1 to 100 for various factors relating to both the effort he puts into both mating and parental investment. That's a lot to imagine based on just a fucking shirt with a logo on it. This does not seem like a scientific study. You're asking a bunch of students, like 20-year-olds, Imagine who would be wearing this shirt. What does he look like? What does he like to do? Does he does he cheat on his wife? Is he a good lay? How big is his dick? Imagine it. We're basing the study on what college students imagine a person wearing a shirt might be like. What the fuck, man? Is this science? Is this the same science that has okayed the vaccine that said, oh, yeah, it's safe because holy fuck. What the hell did I just put in my body? In another part of the study, a different set of 615 participants were asked to say whether men would choose to wear the polo shirt with the large logo or the small logo to various events, including a family reunion and a party attended by a crush. Dr. Kruger, 
Dr. Kruger is the, uh, the researcher involved in this study, obviously. Dr. Kruger found that people imagined that the man imagined that the man who owned the shirt with the large logo was more invested in mating and less in becoming a parent and similarly would be more interested in a brief fling rather than a long-term relationship. While men said they would be more likely to wear the shirt with the larger logo when in a situation when they were competing for social dominance. Because guys are dumb like that. My big logo beats your tiny logo. <laughs> Everything comes down to dicks. Yeah, well, my logo's uncut. In contrast, they were more likely to opt for the smaller logo when attending a casual dress job interview or meeting their partner's parents for the first time. You know, you want to tuck that logo away like your dick, right? All right. Uh, there you go. That is uh, a ridiculous study. I can't believe it was published anyone's taking it seriously but there you have it final story we have for you today oh my god another ridiculous study are you kidding me and of course it's dick related what did i just say everything is dick related if you look hard enough japanese researchers have discovered oh oh they found out something real good they picked up on something here japanese researchers discovered that men with large noses tend to pack larger penises as well. According to the Kyoto University of Medicine, this study is the first, we number one, to demonstrate the relationship between stretched penile length and nose size. What a way of putting that. Like, do they mean stretched penis like uh, er erect penises? Because when I see the, the word stretched penis, it's like someone has grabbed a cock and, and started tugging on it. That does not increase the length permanently. Believe, trust me. Been trying those exercises for years. Well, this study is the first to demonstrate the relationship between stretched penile length and nose size. To determine the connection, scientists examined the bodies of 126 recently deceased middle-aged men, measuring everything from the cadaver's height and weight to the circumference and length of their flaccid members. Research found that uh, men with the biggest noses have a stretched penile length of at least 5.3 inches. However, those with less prominent schnozes have a sex organ which measures just 4.1 inches when fully erect. That's a big difference. Wait, I have a question. If they're examining dead people, how do they get their cocks hard? Something's not right here. Quote, the fact that nose size is related to stretched penile length indicates that penile length may not be determined by age, height, or body weight, but penile length... How many times are they going to say penile length? I think they get off on that. Uh, penile length has already been determined before birth. The Japanese researcher studied the corpses within three days of their death. A scientist was tasked with laying each cadaver down and pulling the penis up vertically as far as it would go. Oh, that's what the, the penile stretching is. Uh, to get a measurement for stretched penile length. This, researchers say, is an accurate way of replicating a penis's length when erect. Really? An accurate and scientific way? Stretching a dead dude's flaccid cock? That's the equivalent to what would happen if it was erect on its own? Okay. 
Nose size was also determined by measuring the distance between a person's eyes to where the nostrils start near the tip of the olfactory organ. Oh, by the way, in addition to um, documenting the height, weight, and the flaccid penis length and the circumference, uh, researchers also weighed the right and left testicles and the prostate. I got a two-pound prostate. Pretty proud of that. All right. Uh, researchers found that men with noses smaller than 1.8 inches had a penis size of up to 4.1 inches. However, people with a nose that is 22% bigger and measures 2.2 inches long, their cocks were larger, measuring 5.3 inches. Now, for people with noses which fall into the middle, the Goldilocks range, the average penis size was 4.5 inches. In Japan, the average penis size is 4.5 inches. It all checks out. The new study also found, unsurprisingly, a strong link between a penis's flaccid length and its erect length. It's important to note that there was no connection whatsoever between the man's nose size and the length of his softened penis. You know, on account of some men being showers and some being growers. In the study published in Cuckoo Crazy Banane Quarterly, no, it was published in Basics and Clinical Andrology. Scientists from the Kyoto University did not look at why nose and penis length is linked. It's just one of those things. They're linked. We don't know why. Women just look for guys with big honkers. You'll thank me later. All right. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. There are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. And don't forget, I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. We've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. If you'd like to chat with like-minded idiots, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Hey, real quick, I wanted to mention what's going on with Apple Podcast. Love Lady Cat Lady was complaining about it. I have no control over what's going on. Uh, recently, Apple changed the way their podcast app works. Normally, when you use a regular podcast app that pulls from our RSS feed at distortedview.com, as soon as I uh, post a new episode, you can refresh your podcast app and you will see that new episode and you can listen to it, right? That's how normal podcast apps work. Apple has changed things around. So now when I post a new episode, it starts talking to the Apple server and instead of pulling the show directly from my feed, it goes from my feed to Apple servers, the server, Apple servers to your podcast app, and it doesn't refresh automatically. Apple takes hours and hours uh, to process and send out the new show, basically. Spotify is the same thing. When I post an episode of DV, it doesn't uh, automatically appear on Spotify. It takes a little bit of time, but Apple is, they're having some problems, man. Normally, I think it's supposed to take like an hour or two for it to appear uh, in the Apple Podcast app. But uh, Love Lady Cat Lady said she didn't get it until like 5.30 p.m. the next day. If you're wondering why episodes of DV are being posted at really crazy times and you're using the Apple Podcast app, that is why. I don't know if they're planning on fixing this issue. I hope so. 
In the meantime, you can, you know, continue listening to the show, either, you know, waiting for the podcast app to refresh. You can go on distortedview.com and listen to the show. Grab a different app. Overcast is a great iOS podcast app. Also works uh, really great with the sideshow feed. So uh, Overcast is a, is a good option. Yeah, I just wanted you to be aware of, uh, of that. Let you know that I know what's going on, but I don't know what's going on. You know, it's, it's Apple. Hey, Tim. I don't have a cool freak name yet. I'm oh, we should give you one. Working on it, whatever. Anyway, I'm just calling to say, how are you? Nobody ever asks Tim how he's doing. Oh, how really? are you, Tim? That's very kind. I'm doing pretty good, thanks. I am uh, doing one of my quarterly studio freak out where I just I, I look at my studio space and I hate everything about it and I move the desk around to a different location and then I just start making a mess everywhere and then I get grand ideas like I'm going to start doing more videos and I start spending money on stuff like I'm getting a green screen. That's what I need. Like I always think like, oh, th- there's one piece of the puzzle that's missing. And as soon as I get it, I'm going to be a very successful YouTuber or something. Uh, so I spend a lot of money uh, and then uh, never do a video because I start uh, dicking around, setting stuff up. And I'm like, I look horrible. I don't want to post any videos of me on the Internet because you all will make fun of me. <laughs> I posted a photo from like uh, like a screenshot on, on Twitter. My crazy ass hair. My hair literally is almost taking up the entire frame. It, it's so like blown out. Frizzy. Someone said I look like Beethoven. Another person said uh, I resemble, my hair resembles Steve Bannon. And I did not like that comment, but I see where he's coming from. Wasn't totally off the mark there. So, yeah, there's there's that. Uh, I went to, to my cardiologist. Oh, my God. I went to my cardiologist on Friday. And I was, uh, I mean, I'm mostly okay. I mean, you know, I have trouble breathing sometimes, <laughs> which is concerning to me. You know who is not concerning to? My cardiologist. First of all, you know, I get in, the problem is I get an EKG. That's the first thing that happens. He's not even a part of that. Like the nurse or what helper comes in, gets my blood pressure, heart rate, does an EKG, then leaves. And then like 10 minutes later, the actual cardiologist comes into the room and is like, all right. Why are you here? What's up? Why are you bothering me? Better be something good. I don't like my time wasted. I'm like, I haven't been to you in over a year because of the pandemic. So I thought, you know, I should probably get checked up on. And he was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, if you want, you can come every year or so, whatever. He just doesn't, I mean, he just didn't seem interested in what was going on with me. And I'm like, well, uh, how about this? I uh, sometimes I have trouble breathing, not regular breathing. I can do, I can regular breathe. It's not like I'm passing out or whatever, but like taking deep breaths. Sometimes I can't get a, a satisfying deep breath, and now sometimes it'll last like two weeks where I have this problem. And and I called. I did like a telehealth medicine, you know, Zoom call about it uh, a year ago, and uh, they said it was probably a panic attack. But I don't think it's that because I, I I have this happen occasionally. Sometimes it'll last a day. Sometimes it'll last, you know, uh, a couple days or a week. And, and sometimes it's it's just fleeting, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I'm worried it might be heart related. Maybe my heart's not pumping or my lungs aren't working right. And that's a uh, concern I'm having. 
And then the cardiologist was like, yeah, that's not really my uh, field of expertise. And then he was like, have you ever uh, had one of those uh, sleep uh, apnea tests done? And I said, no. And that was it. He didn't, like, say anything. He didn't say, like, oh, you should get one. It, it just sort of, like, died there. I'm like, uh, okay. And then I'm like, well, um, can you give me something? Maybe if it is a panic attack, can I get some pills? And he's like, yeah, that's not really my, I don't do that. I'm I'm for hearts. I'm a heart doctor. So, you know, I'll see you in a year or so if you want an EKG done. But uh, I'm going to skedaddle unless there's anything else you want to ask me about. That's heart heart related. Heart. I don't care about your lungs, asshole. Go to like a fucking pulmonary. I don't know what they who the lung doctors are. And then I said, well, uh, should I schedule? <laughs> like, well, who should I go to next? And he's like, ah, go to your regular doctor. Make an appointment with them. And I said, oh, right. And then as I'm leaving, I'm like, hey, you never mentioned anything about that EKG I just took. And he like did this sigh like, all right, like we're walking out of the fucking office. I thought I was done with you. And he's like, okay, let me roll this page out. Yeah, everything's fine. You, you're, you're, your heart's not doing anything weird. Like he was just totally bored with me. The one thing he seemed interested in, it's so funny. So I had my shirt up or off or whatever. And he's, uh, I don't know, you know, he's checking my heart. And uh, he's like, uh, got some red bumps on your on your on your skin. But have you always had that? What what are those? And I do. I have like I, on, on my skin, especially like on my um, my arm, like my upper arm, or my shoulder and stuff. There's like these little. I don't know what it is. My mom has them too. It's just part of my awful genetics. These like little red bumpy dots. I don't know what they're called. And so I showed it to him on my arm, and he was like, ooh, gross. <laughs> He's just like, oh, yeah, you, you got you got those. Okay. And then that was done. I'm like, that'd be a heart thing? What, does that mean anything? And he's like, no. Just, just wondering. Just wondering if you knew you had awful skin. I hate my cardiologist. You know, when I first went to him a couple years ago, I thought he was great. Because uh, the, the woman, uh, the, the nurse... Or physician assistant, I don't know what her title was. The person that I saw before the doctor uh, a couple years ago, she uh, she said, "Now uh, this is your first time seeing th- this doctor, right?" And I said, "Yeah." And she's like, uh, "Okay, well, I should I should just warn you, Let's just let you know, he's a little different. He's very like dry and blunt and to the point, no nonsense. It just some it takes it, it, some people are thrown off by that at first, but." He's very, very smart is the thing. So I'm like, oh, great. I got like one of those fucking Asperger doctors. The ones that are like super, super, super smart, but are like kind of assholes. I got house. The way she was talking, you know, he was like, I'm going to be dealing with an autistic person. Like he doesn't have social skills. Don't get too close to him or look at him in the eye. It freaks him out. And don't touch him unless he touches you. And I'm like, okay, well, that's typically how I operate around doctors anyway. Never once has a doctor entered an exam room I was in and I was like, oh, I got to touch your muscles. Can I feel your arms? Those are some meaty biceps, duh. So anyway, so uh, that was the first time I went to this cardiologist. And then uh, this last time, just, you know, on Friday, when I was dealing with the physician assistant or nurse or whatever, she, uh, you know, as she's checking my blood pressure and doing the EKG, she's like, uh, now, have you seen this doctor before? I said, yeah. She's like, okay. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if... I needed to warn you about him. You're, you know, like that's that was kind of the vibe I got. Everyone has to be told about this guy because he's so fucking weird. So to answer your question, no, I'm not doing good. 
Hi, Timmy Boo. It's Stacy in D.C. Ladies calling in today. It's ladies night on DV. And a um, couple things. I'm going to try and go in order here. Most important is I love your glorious mane. I uh, follow you on Instagram, and so uh, uh, it is gorgeous. I just I hope you never something. cut it. It's You're turning into like a gray Fabio, but without the straight <laughs> hair, you got like... Waves, it's beautiful. Yes, uh, my hair is thick and has waves. Lord Douche is, it says the same thing. I'm not allowed to cut it, although I, I just I hate this hair. But he's right. He was like, you know, if you cut off that your hair, you're never going to grow it again because it takes so long and you go through so many awkward phases with the hair that it's just annoying. I've tried to grow my hair out before. I, I've never lasted this long. And it's all thanks to the pandemic because I didn't want to go to the stylist. Um, second, I'm not a fan of the new more uh, the new uh, intro music. I miss I miss those like huge like drums that that kick off the you know the the uh, the intro. I miss that. I, I hope you bring that back one day. Uh, may, yeah, maybe I'll bring it back. See the problem. I mean, there's a reason why I changed the music. It's it's a it's boring. But I changed the order slightly of, of how the show is constructed. Usually I would do like a, a, a stupid song or a funny phone call or whatever. And then the uh, the intro part of the show where I come in and say what's going to happen on this episode of DV. And then after that, a little theme music plays and then we get into the show. Now the order is at the very start. You hear me and I'm, and I'm telling you what's going to happen on today's show. I read somewhere that that get, keeps listeners interested or involved. You know, like, oh, something to look forward to. Come farts today. All right. Well, I'll keep listening. It's mainly a thing for like new listeners, people discovering the show, because, you know, you start this podcast and you hear some crazy stuff at the beginning. You don't know. You don't know what the hell is going on. At least now you hear my voice, a nice, friendly voice telling you what to expect on this upcoming episode of DV. That was the whole thing. Anyway, the music doesn't work right because the the end of it doesn't really fucking matter. I don't know why I'm going on. Who cares? But the old the old music that I would talk on doesn't have a good ending to lead into whatever s- stupid audio clip I I, I want to play. Does that make sense? I don't know. I'll write a blog about it. Third, I uh, I always wondered if it was like fun for you to say the uh, the news piece. Um, because you always put everything into it, and I find myself kind of mouthing along with it. Let's get into today's Twist and Desire's Got News right now. Yeah, well, So you know, that was my best shot at it. But, trademark. Uh, I think you do it way. You owe me money for saying that. Way better. And royalties every time someone says it. Very enthusiastically every time. Look, baby, this is a high-energy program. You you tune into Distorted View Daily, you're going to get me giving you 110 fucking percent. Could you imagine one day if I'm like, all right, guys, get into the crazy, bizarre, stood fucked up news right now. Or some like fucking NPR bullshit like, and now the crazy, bizarre, twisted, fucked up news. I'm Timmy Gross. Oh, my friends, this is a podcast featuring the highest quality scat porn the juiciest rape-based news stories. <laughs> this, is, this is a high-energy affair. Gotta keep it up. Crazy, but I twist it. Fuck that news right now, baby. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's end it right there. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys the energy. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-660. Oh, God, is it again? 
You're naked. There's a 14-year-old girl. You're chasing a cat around. You've got Cool Whip. High energy just means annoying voices, I guess. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize these types of shows. If you're Sideshow members, I will see you back on Thursday. Otherwise, I will be back on Friday to end the week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. I'm a pretty pony, clippity-clop, clippity-clop. I love to have my mane brushed underneath the old oak tree. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.